Welcome to the Authentically Successful Show. I'm Carol Schultz, founder and CEO of Vertical Elevation, a talent equity and leadership advisory firm. We create talent-centered organizations for founders and CEOs who either don't have the capacity or don't have a talent-centered organization currently. We are committed to supporting your culture and values by facilitating the creation of a healthy, successful company with the best talent, retention, and succession strategies, as well as providing leadership coaching. Stick around till the end of the show, and we'll tell you how you can be our next guest on one of the most important podcasts for building successful companies in just 15 to 20 minutes. Here we go. Welcome to Authentically Successful Podcast. And today our guest is Charles Reed with Get Payroll. And we were just talking actually about URLs and you couldn't believe that number one, nobody had written a book about payroll and that the URL was available. It is amazing what's available out there, right? It, it, it really is. I, I was... Uh... First of all, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. But yeah, it's it's amazing. There's all kinds of things out there. Uh, you know, four and five uh, letter ones get a little hard to find. But uh, <laughs> when when we wrote the payroll book, uh, you know, the, the title was available and I was amazed that it was. And then uh, the payrollbook.com was available. So we grabbed it for, you know, $9.95 or whatever. And uh, that's where you can find the book as well as Amazon and Barnes and Noble. So what is the payroll book about and who is it for? The payroll book is, the, the subtitle on it is a guide for small business and startups. Okay. Yeah. And that's who it's for. It's written for the under 50 employees, uh, really, um, and which is more than 95% of all American businesses. Is okay? that who you guys specialize in at Get Payroll? That, that, we handle bigger ones, but... Our, our target market is really the under 50 market. That's what we like. Uh, they tend to come on. They tend to run every week or two weeks forever with yeah. very little problems. They they don't go away. Uh, you know, once they've reached five or six people, they don't tend to go out of business. We get a few that go bankrupt or get sold or whatever. Uh, normally, when they get sold, we pick up the new owner as a, as a client, <laughs> which is Great. Yeah, nobody wants to go through the transition. Right. <laughs> What's so working that, is working. That, that's our market. And I've been in the business for 30 years. Uh, my wife and I founded this business in 1991. Wow. Uh, so, so you uh, really know it inside and out. Well, you learn more and the things change. Believe me, the laws change in the last couple of years. I have been crazy in the payroll business. Uh, the, 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 they haven't caught up on the forms yet and tax credits and changes and and PPP and and COVID and care and tax deferrals and uh, all these things from 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 the Trump administration from the Obama administration from the Biden administration <laughs> Harris administration whatever it is uh, it just changes all the time remember well you probably don't know but 75% of all federal government revenue comes through payroll Wow. Either withholding and yeah. employment taxes or whatever, it all flows through payroll. And so when Congress wants to change something, they change payroll. <laughs> <laughs> so the book is is 30 years of experience distilled down to, to uh, 95,000 words. That's all? 
<laughs> well, there's a lot of links in there, believe me. If, if, if you go and add all the links, you're probably at several million words. <laughs> wow. 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 So you cite a lot of your work. Is that what, what the links are for? Well, a lot of it goes to, uh, uh, some of it goes to our things, which are more descriptive and, and detailed, which more than the book is. If, if you're interested, there's the link in the book. Some of it goes to the IRS, mm-hmm. the states, the Labor Department, uh, and, and other government entities. Because, you know, I'll, I'll give you the, the, the background or, or the, the, the nugget, but if you want the details, it's Department of Labor has, you know, thousands and thousands of pages of stuff. The IRS has millions of them. Each state has them. You know, I'll tell you in the book what you have to do for child support, but if you want to look at the law in that particular state, here's a link. Okay. <laughs> right. 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 Otherwise it would be, you know, it, it would be too big to ship. So you guys had to start at some point with either zero employees or a small group of people before you grew into this get payroll. What were you before get payroll? How did you kind of come into doing this? Well, I grew up in the Midwest, graduated from high school, went in the Marine Corps, spent four years in the Marine Corps. When I got back from Vietnam, I was in Kansas City, met my wife, married her. She had five kids when I met, when I married her. Oh, wow. I, I claim insanity. <laughs> but we were married for 45 years till she passed, so it worked. Uh, I realized that business did not value my military experience. Uh, I've talked about this a number of places, including uh, Fox Business and so on, um, which is too bad. It's, it's, it's crazy. But People who haven't been in don't don't understand. So I went to college, got my degrees, uh, bachelor's and master's, passed my CPA exam, went to work for Texas Instruments, uh, spent 15 years working for the corporate life, realized I was never going to get to the top of a corporation. I didn't have the political skills. Mm. I was unwilling to stab people in the back and toss them off the ladder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And, and, I, and I got real tired of playing politics. So I said, if I'm going to run a company like my father did, his own company, I'm going to have to start my own. So Ruth and I, 30 years ago, uh, actually, I was working for Financial Express COO, and I bought what was the original office uh, of of a franchise. A year later, the franchisor went belly up, and we just changed the name and kept going. Wow. So it was just Ruth and I to start with, uh, and she learned a lot. So did I. Uh, we learned about working together. My parents worked together. I thought that was normal, right? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. No. My parents had been doing it for many years before I realized they were working together, okay? Uh, you know, they were working together when easy. I grew up, when I was born. So <laughs> it just seemed natural to me. It's Working with your spouse is not a natural thing. <laughs> it is so hard. So hard. Well, her, her worst habit, I had to break her of. Well, we came to a, an agreement. I didn't. I didn't break her of anything. We just came to an agreement. Is we'd we'd be get done with work, go home, have dinner, get ready for bed, get into bed, and then she'd hit me with one more thing to get it <laughs> off of her chest. <laughs> she'd roll over and go to sleep, and I'd sit there till two or three in the morning worrying about it. So we made an agreement. After dinner, no more work. <laughs> We held to it most of the time. <laughs> I was going to say, that's going to be hard sometimes because there's those days when you come home and it's like, holy cow, what just happened? 
Well, I was at a uh, doing a, a a group thing um, on a panel, and somebody asked me about, well, what about work life balance for an entrepreneur? <laughs> and I cracked up. I just started laughing. I said, there ain't no such thing. Nope. Okay, if you're an entrepreneur and you're starting out, there is no work life balance. There's work. Okay, that is your life, and. If you don't have a spouse that understands that, you got a problem. Right. So, you know, the first 10, 5, 10, 15 years, whatever it takes. I didn't take a vacation for almost 20 years. Okay. Our vacations were a conference in, in a CPA conference I had to go to. Okay. Yeah. And we, we took it maybe an extra day going or an extra day coming back. That was, that was, that Did was vacation. Did you bring the kids? Because we've taken our kids to conferences too. <laughs> well, ours were older by then because we've been, I've been married for, you know, they were, they were there when I started. It was 15 years before I started my own business. So the uh, baby was already 22. Oh, okay. So she's 57 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, the conferences were our family trips. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and, and they would have things at them for, for spouses and children. So yeah, that was quite common. So that, that was vacations for many, many years. Uh, It got better, but it it took quite a while to, to, to get it up to speed. It just doesn't happen overnight. So what would you, what tip would you give um, a couple that's in um, business together? Um, Do you have a lot of your small businesses that are couples? Quite a bit Uh, more, more than you think. Um, and, and it's a matter of communication. Uh, you you got to talk to each other. You've got to understand it. And a marriage is a partnership, you know, and it's got to be an equal partnership, in my opinion, to work. In business, it's not a partnership. Somebody has to make the final decision. That doesn't mean you can't listen. That doesn't mean you can't communicate and hear everything out. But in the end, somebody has to make the decisions. And you've got to decide early on who that's going to be, okay? Uh, and frankly, in my case, uh, personnel, human resource, communications, uh, client relations, she made the decisions. She was a far better people, person people than I was, Yeah. okay? Uh, I never would hire anybody without her talking to a period. Okay. I love and that. If she didn't get a good feeling, we didn't hire them, whether I wanted to or not. She, I pushed one time. She gave in and six weeks later, we fired the person. So, <laughs> you know, uh, after hey, at least found, she got it out of the way pretty early on <laughs> after we found the, the young lady embezzling. So <laughs> I didn't make that mistake again. That's one of the biggest losses for businesses is oh, their employees. Employee, employee theft, theft is, is huge. Yeah. Uh, we, we encountered that as a CPA. I, I encountered all the time. I picked up more than one client because they've been cheated by an employee for either accounting or payroll or whatever and wanted to outsource it. Uh, uh-huh. and, and which makes, <clears throat> excuse me, makes a lot of sense. Yes. So now the technical side, that was my, that was, that was me. Okay. Uh, uh, software computers, uh, what, what, uh, clients we were going to handle when she said they were okay. Uh, taxes, filings, uh, dealing with the IRS. That was, that was my bailiwick, but the, the, the human side, 
she was far better at it than I ever was. <laughs> it sounds like you guys made a great team. We did. Uh, I, I miss her dearly. She's been gone six years and I miss her every day. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. I can't imagine how hard it had to be to pick up and move on and still operate your business without your um, sidekick. Well, I almost didn't. You know, a lot of men, after a long, happy marriage, uh, spouse dies, they give up. And I, I considered it. And uh, uh, But I had a staff and, and, and an office full of people, and I, I, I couldn't desert them. So... Life's better now, but the first few months were <coughs> were, were terrible. Uh, we'd lost one of our daughters uh, uh, 20 years earlier, 30 years earlier. Uh, wow. And uh, so it wasn't like I wasn't used to the idea of, of, of losing someone, but it just, it's tough. Let me tell you, it's, it's a bitch. Well, Sorry. No, no, I'm like, I've got goosebumps because I couldn't imagine having to, it's one of those things that my husband and I talked about um, when we were in business together and, you know, trying to prepare if something like that happens. But when you're, there's two of you running a place and you lose that very important person and it's not just your business partner. Um, exactly. Yeah. You're losing a lot more than just your business partner. You're, you're, you're losing your partner in life. Yeah. You're losing your, you know, your helpmate, your, 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 your friend, your lover, your, your wife, your partner. Uh, that person you've been hole. working with that whole time. Now you have to bring somebody else in to replace them. I mean, and this is like, how do you replace that person? <laughs> you, you, you don't, you, you, you don't. I mean, I've got good people working for me and, and uh, they make some of the decisions now that she used to make, uh, because I trust them and, and, and they, they do a good job. Uh, but uh, life's a lot lonelier than it used to be. Well, I'm sorry. I, I really am sorry for your loss because I can't even imagine. Yeah. But I'm sorry. glad that you decided to continue on because, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good to have employees because you do feel obligated because you know that they're relying on you for their livelihood that affects their family. They are. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm very cognizant of that. And <clears throat> for your listeners that, that don't understand, uh, once you have people working for you and you're not doing it all yourself, you're not wearing all the hats. And, you know, I've worn my hair off wearing hats. Uh, they are your most important asset. They are. Bar, bar, bar none. They are the most important thing you have. They are the most important thing for you to care for. Uh, if you have to make a choice between a, a good employee and a client, you choose the employee. Uh, you know, they're hard to find. Good ones are. <laughs> I, I got a good crew, but you know, it's taken thirty years to get there. <laughs> How many employees do you have? I've got about a dozen. Wow, that's really good, and you love all of them now. Most of them. <laughs> Most of the time, <laughs> Deborah, my 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 right hand person, has been with me well over twenty years. Wow, that says a lot. Uh, it really is. Um, she remembers Ruth. Ruth was disabled for eight years before she passed, so uh, she hasn't been in the office for fourteen, fifteen years. Okay. Deborah remembers her. She's been with me more than twenty years, uh, and. 
we no longer argue and leave. I mean, you, you, my, my business wife as such, uh, <laughs> we'd get into an argument and she'd walk out for the day or I'd, I'd go take a walk or go home or whatever. Uh, we've gotten past that. It's like in a marriage, you know, somewhere <laughs> around 20 years, you stop arguing because you've had all the arguments and decided who's going to win. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, so, my, my work wife. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. I wish I had a work wife. I need a work wife. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with payroll, what is the biggest struggle that companies come to you with? Compliance. The IRS in fiscal 19 issued $13 billion of employment tax penalties. $13 billion. 40% of small businesses get hit every year. 40%. Wow. 40% for a penalty that averages $800. So if you weren't penalized in 19 or 20, get ready. It's probably this year. Okay. And this year is, is terrible because they've got millions of pieces of unopened mail and everything's running behind. And a lot of the IRS people are still working from home or not working, but getting paid uh, because they don't have the facilities to work from home. Uh, I was talking in Salt Lake just uh, at Ogden, uh, just in March, they got people back in to start opening the mail that haven't been there for a year. For real? For real. Wow. Uh, when when we talked to, when I talked to uh, the commissioner and the deputy commissioner last year, uh, they were offering bonuses and uh, perks for people to come back and open mail and people weren't responding because they didn't need to. They were getting full pay for sitting at home. So it's, it's, it's not going to get, it's not going to get up to speed until at least next year and probably 23. So uh, it's crazy. It is. It is crazy. What is the biggest um, struggle that um, people have had with payroll during COVID? Cause wow, I can't imagine being a business owner right now. Changes. Uh, I mean, the CARES Act, and uh, you can get credits for not having people working. Uh, people can defer taxes, uh, the PPP, all, all the regulations just, uh, and the PPP came in and got changed, you know, 30 times in 45 days. Wow. Uh, you know, it was it was insane. Uh, they just threw something out and, you know, with, with no regard to how it worked and unintended consequences, and it was uh, and the CARES Act, and, and they kept issuing regulations and regulations and forms, and they're still not caught up on forms. Uh, there's some new things this year that Biden's proposing that are just going to, uh, again, require forms to be redone. Uh, it's, it's, there's just. <laughs> I can't imagine election years for you guys. What you, you should like, oh my gosh, here we go. Everything's going to change again. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I wrote a nice article um, for uh, one of the major publications about the changes in independent contractor regulations and rules uh, that were supposed to go into effect in March that had been approved, been out for comment, been worked through, and then uh, basically the day they were supposed to go into effect, they were canceled. Wow. So you have a new administration with yeah. a different philosophy and they're trying to change uh, as we've seen, they're trying to change everything by fiat rather than legislation. And uh, 
it's crazy, guys. Wow. Well, I can see why um, small businesses would definitely want to work with someone like you. I mean, it, uh, that would be insanity to try and do it all yourself and keep up with all of the changes. You, you can't. Uh, before I started this business, I always outsourced payroll. It's not worth the effort. Uh, you know, I'm a CPA. I don't do personal or corporate taxes anymore because I can't keep up with those and keep up with payroll. I, I was a, a registered investment advisor and a stockbroker uh, because that was what you're supposed to do as a CPA is, you know, advise your clients. Uh, you can't do that and keep up with everything else. It's just not, you don't have enough time in the day. Right. So I concentrate on payroll and a small businessman who's selling and, and, and repairing generators, grooming dogs, uh, building houses, he can't spend the time keeping up with the changes in payroll and, and solving the problems and handling the compliance. And when the IRS makes a mistake and they make millions of them, a uh, hundred thousand people, 40% uh, are eligible to retire in the next two years. Uh, they're under budget, under trained, uh, understaffed. And in many cases, they're dealing with technology that goes back to the 1960s. Say what? <laughs> oh, mainframe computers. Going hey, they, they still have COBOL programmers, okay? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's insane. And the systems, they keep, they keep adding systems and they don't integrate them. And so that causes problems. And I believe me, I'm in a constant fight with them uh, over some of these. Uh, and so you can't keep up with it. There's just no way uh, for somebody who's in a full-time business to keep up with all the changes and know what's going on and solve the problems and know who to talk to and know how to respond, know how to write the letters, know what you're going to get. You know, you get a penalty, you write a letter, you're going to get said no every time, Yeah, 100%. They're never going to bait it no matter how bold the mistake is, how obvious it is, their standard response, which is, you know, boilerplate is no. Uh, the second letter, two, three, four percent get abated. You got to go to appeals. Then that's when half the penalties get abated. Because out of that 13 billion, more than half got abated in the end by wow. people like me that know what they're doing. If you don't, the, the analogy I use is when I grew up, Pele was, was probably the best soccer player in the world. Uh, I don't know who it is now, um, but anyway, it was Pele. Pele was a superb athlete, superb soccer player. But if you put him in a New York Yankees uniform and put him at second base, he's lost. <laughs> he doesn't know the rules, doesn't know the equipment, doesn't know the field, doesn't know the players, doesn't know all the things that, you know, professional players start learning at six years old. Okay. Right. So he's still a great athlete. But he couldn't hit a ball with a bat if he had to. Right. Okay. So why do you think you can take somebody that's an expert in their business and become a payroll expert? And it's so stressful. And it's like you, as a business person, personal experience of walking around with that stress, constant stress, and it's nagging at you that you can't fully invest in doing what you know to do to make money. Because you're so worried about Other that things. stuff. Yeah. Outs outsource the things that aren't primary to your business. I mean, we spend thousands of dollars a month on software. We have equipment. We have facilities. We have people. We have training. 
Uh, we take the trades, we have classes, we have seminars. We do all this stuff to make sure our people are fully up to speed on payroll constantly. Where where do your customers come from? Are they in the U.S. or specific states? Or we we operate in I think forty eight states currently. I don't think we have anybody in. We picked up somebody in Hawaii, so that's that's now in there. I don't think we have anybody in Maine, and maybe Alaska at the moment. Uh, we have them in Montana. We have them in Delaware. We have them in Florida, Texas. You know, everywhere else. So uh, and D.C. Um, so it's, it's us payroll and, uh, you know, we're, we're the experts in it. So what's the smallest, um, company that can come on board with you? One employee, one employee. That's all they have to, and could that to be, be the owner? It can, absolutely. If you have a corporation and you work in it or an LLC that you tax as a corporation, which is smart from a tax point of view, you're an employee. Yes. You've got to take compensation as an employee, you pay employment taxes and a W-2 and file 941s and 940s and state unemployment and on and on and on and on. So yeah, yeah, if, you know, if you're a sole proprietor, no, but one person, you know, if you've incorporated for liability purposes, which is smart, and you file as an S-corp or C-corp, an S-corp for tax purposes, because it's smart, you're an employee. Whether yeah. you like it or not. Yeah. And now, is, is your spouse an employee? Maybe, yes. Maybe not. Okay. It depends. <laughs> how about the kids? How about yes. your parents? Uh, how, about, how about the guy that cleans up the place? You know, is he an independent contractor? Well, there's a lot of rules involved in that. And they change. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. I was very grateful for my husband for adding me as an employee to our company because I really didn't understand at the time when he did it. I mean, I worked, but I just like, I didn't understand. He's like, I, you need to have the social security going out because if Absolutely. I die and I just, I'm like, oh, and boy, am I grateful that he did that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have your 40 quarters. Yep. So, yeah. So you guys out there with spouses, that are working for you, they better be on your payroll. Put them on your payroll. Yeah, they'll pay some taxes. Yeah. But you'll be amazed at some of the benefits of doing that. So uh, if you got questions, call me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And how can they get to know you, Charles? Well, getpayroll.com is, is our website. It's all in the back of me here. Uh, CJR, Charles J. Reed at getpayroll. CJRgetpayroll.com is my email. Uh, the phone number, frankly, is 972-353-0000. And where can you get the book? The book uh, is available at thepayrollbook.com. And for your listeners, if they'll go on there and they'll put in the discount code podcast, we'll send them one for free. Oh, wow. Excellent. If they want, if, if they want to buy it, Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, other places where fine books are sold. But you can get it here for free. For free. For you. For your <laughs> podcast. All right. Wonderful. Thank you, Charles. That was very generous of you. It was wonderful speaking with you. And I know our listeners have gotten some golden nuggets to take with them. And some of them need to be calling you. <laughs> <laughs> if they've got a business with employees or themselves, uh, really consider outsourcing payroll. Yep. Absolutely. Makes all the sense in the world. Thank you, Charles. Rosemary, my pleasure.
Carol Schultz here. Thank you so much for listening to Authentically Successful. If you are a successful founder or CEO who would like to be on this program, please visit www.verticalelevation.com slash podcast slash apply. If you learned something from this interview and it made a difference, would you please share this episode on LinkedIn? You can also do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend. And if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on LinkedIn or Twitter and let them know about the show and include the hashtag authentically successful. I love seeing your posts and great suggestions. Lastly, we are regularly putting out new episodes and content. And to make sure you don't miss any, please subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more, please go to my website, verticalelevation.com, or follow me on LinkedIn. This is Carol Schultz. Thanks again for listening and see you next time.